On tonight's Hillbilly Nerd Talk, the Super Bowl, Vet Trip, the greatest gender reveal party ever, Army Hammer, Snow Removal Fight, Cicadas, AMC and GameStop, and the Nazi Secretary. Welcome to Hillbilly Nerd Talk. I'm Hank. And I'm Petra. We saw the Super Bowl last we night. We did. We even watched the halftime. We watched it basically until halftime, really. Yeah, yeah. And then we caught some of the end of it. I didn't want to torture you too bad with the whole thing. I, you know, I appreciate it. That was enough football for me. And we haven't been to a Super Bowl party in forever. But for COVID year, uh, I, and it's obviously on Sundays, I think it's perfect for everybody to stay in, watch the game. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm betting there wasn't a lot of Super Bowl parties or the amount of Super Bowl parties were way down. Oh, I'm sure the number had to be way down. Think? It, I'm sure there were still some sneaky, sneaky peats. Think so? Yeah, sneaky snakes some out there. Sneaky snakes out there. Well, probably. But um, Tom Brady's team won. Yeah, no kidding. Again, that was imagine that. That was just Tom Brady's team winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, there was some interesting stuff with that. I didn't realize he talked to his buddy. Uh, that tied in Grun- Grunkowski into, into, coming into coming back out of retirement to do that. I thought that's pretty fun. Yeah. That's like an old man movie. Come on, <laughs> let's do this. I'm getting too over this shit. Come on, <laughs> let's do it one more time. For It'll be in Tampa. We'll have fun. There'll be all kinds of Florida people, Florida man stories. We'll love it. It's warmer. It's warm. It's a lot warmer. You're like, all right, I guess. <laughs> I'll win one more Super Bowl, whatever. Well, they did. They nailed it. Pretty fun. Yeah. They killed them. I forget the final scores. I'm like 31 to 6 or 9 or something. Something but like that, yeah. They crushed them, basically. Tom Brady, I got a few little things from it in general. I, this is from memory, so if I'm off a little bit, everybody just forgive. But he's 43 years old. That's incredible. Yeah. Playing with with those unbelievable athletes that are just out there. One hit from those fuckers. <laughs> yeah. A full speed linebacker yeah. hit. You're just fucking dead. Yeah. Something's broken. At 43 years old, your head might just fall right off. <laughs> like, that is some risky shit. I'm it just is. telling you. It is. You know, it, and it would appear that his team did a pretty good job of protecting him most of the time. So. Se- seven championships. I think this is like the fourth or fifth Super Bowl MVP. And these are like Michael Jordan's stats. I mean, we, yeah. we're living in an era of, I mean, I don't know when the next, some quarterback <laughs> is going to come along that's going to be arguably any better than this dude ever. There's our podcat. There's the podcat. Yes, there's a pillow there, podcat. Uh-huh. And uh, we did have a Florida man sighting in the game. Did we? Remember the dude? He got half naked and run around the field. Did you no, miss that part? I missed that part. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Was there a Florida man? Yes. <laughs> he had on like a tutu looking thing like Borat wears. Uh-huh. Sort of like that. Or he didn't was have it at Borat? first. No, it wasn't Borat. He got tackled. And pretty hard. Beat the hell up pretty good, though, by the security people. <laughs> Arrested. Just, well, what would you expect from Florida man? I know. I know. That, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. there's a Florida man sighting. And then halftime show. Everybody talks about that. You know. In general, it, what do you think of the weekend? 
Well, I thought it was funny that it took this little old couple here until about his third song in before one of us could identify who it was. Yes, that's 50 year or I'm 51. I don't want to be too much of an old man about it. I get it. You need to attract younger people, younger audience. It's marketing. Yeah. Maybe younger people love The Weeknd. The Weeknd. There was one song that I knew and I was like, woohoo. Yeah, I thought it was him. <laughs> it wasn't our, it just wasn't. Our, it wasn't we, targeted we, for us. That's right. That's exactly right. We were not the target audience. I recognize that. So there's no use in griping about, oh, that's awful. These kids today and their fancy music. Whatever. One for exactly. us. Exactly. But I did read a little bit today. I'm not going to go into the entire thing. Uh-huh. But I've seen a million. You have too. I, I don't think it would matter who the halftime show was. But memes instantly all over. Oh, yeah. Reddit, yeah. Facebook, everywhere. But, um, and, and some of them are, and it, and these memes seem to be put out by younger people. So it's not uh-huh. just old people make fun of this, by the way. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing with them bandaged up and him running through with the mirrors, like it, uh-huh. it just lends itself to memes. Which, as I'm saying this, maybe that's purposeful. Maybe yeah. they're like, let's do some goofy shit because we know this is going to be a meme. And well, like it or not, everybody in the world is talking about the weekend. This Absolutely. weekend. Yeah. Ironically. Ironically. <laughs> but I will say this. Here's a little teeny bit I did read today about what that halftime show means. Because I get a whole bunch. Not, oh, just, okay. not just me, but I read a whole bunch of like, that was a that was awful. Nobody understood it. It was just goofy. <laughs> and not just from old people like us either. Uh-huh. But the first of the show was about him. It was kind of. I dare say like a rock opera, but it was a story. Apparently the first of it was him being a wide eyed kid in seeing the city. That was those props where he's in a city and all that. He's a wide eyed kid. And then the part where he's inside and he's in that mirror room and he's kind of trying to find his way out. That's some sort of, uh, you know, I'm sort of making it in the business, but I'm, I'm kind of lost my way, but I'm trying to figure things out. And, okay. Uh, you know, okay. this is all overwhelming. I'm going a little bit lost. Then somehow, and this article I read had references to this, so I think it's kind of legit. Then at one point, he himself, I think, had plastic surgery or maybe showed up on some shows or something with these bandages from his plastic surgery. I guess everybody gave him shit about it or whatever. So... That's the point of those dancers oh, okay. of him being in the head bandage thing. That's some kind of a, you know, Hollywood tried to change me and I've conformed and I've had this plastic surgery and yada, yada. Oh, wow. And, okay. then, and, then the end okay. of, and then the end of it, all the people with the plastic surgery that are dancing around him, they kind of fall away. And then he's just kind of left there by himself. Like he's emerged as now I've. Yeah, you know, I'm back to myself, and I'm in blah blah blah. I don't know. Okay. It was a little something. It's kind okay. of it kind okay. of made me think. Well, okay, there's something to that. <laughs> I've seen a bunch of memes about the little when he's lost in in the kind of mirrored sure. hallway and stuff stuff like that, like hunting for a tool that Dad wants in the garage. Yes, <laughs> the, the jokes just write themselves. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, I've seen the 
of course, the political ones. Joe Biden getting up every day, going to work. The whole I, that that's one that I didn't see. That's on yours. Well, whatever. I've seen it on it was on Reddit, so or I think. Anyway, yes, those memes just kind of write themselves. The diapers on their heads that people don't. Yeah, I didn't know till today that it was, was representative kind of, a, of a good plastic. way to have a mask. Yeah, I thought it was like a COVID. I thought it was some beeper COVID thing. But then I thought, well, why wouldn't they just have mask mask if they're going to? Or I thought, well, then maybe they don't want it to be too obvious. But I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? But I thought it was who knows the way halfway halfway show entertaining halfway show (laughs) halftime show. It was entertaining enough. So there's it. And then as far as commercials, we saw some up until halftime. I don't want to rank them all or talk about all of them, but I, you know, I think it's again a function of age. Like it'd be easy to say, ah, those commercials all sucked. But I don't know. Maybe if you're a younger person, you haven't seen mm-hmm. a, a hundred thousand dumbass commercials in your life. Maybe those are great. I don't know. What do you think? None yeah. of them stood out to me in none particular. Of them, none of them were great. Uh, the only one that stood out to me that I even remember is the goofy one with uh, Gwen Stefani and the, the network keeps buzzing in and out. And that That's how she ends up on a date with yeah. what's it, her husband now, I think. Right. Yeah. Well, that was cute. That one Okay, was, that one stood out. You thought of that one. Yeah. Okay, I, nothing stands out to me. I can't think of one. The only thing in general I'll say that stands out, there was a lot of dot-com commercials or technology company commercials of companies I've never heard of. And a, okay. and a, that just indicative, that same thing happened. I don't remember when exactly, but in the 90s when there was this big stock market run-up on, basically, if you were a, quote, internet company, you did anything with the internet I mean, people knew that by then the internet was going to be gigantic yeah you could start any kind of damn company and have an ipo and raise billions <laughs> and a bunch of those commercials ended up on the super bowl during that time period of companies like what the hell i've never heard of what this companies you've never heard of ever <laughs> and then soon after that a lot of those companies did go bankrupt. People figured out, well, shit, just because it's the internet doesn't mean you can't go bankrupt. You still got to sell <laughs> shit, you know? And I just wonder, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, but I just wonder if this isn't some indicative of some sort of stock market dip or some sort of a, I don't know. It just seems like a lot of companies on that Super Bowl, on those Super Bowl ads, had a lot of money to throw away. That really advertisement, yeah, isn't going to make that much of an impact on anybody. I agree, right? I mean, it's one ad. I get it. They probably have a marketing department of multiple stuff, but for the vast majority of people, there are a lot of those ads that that's the only time you've ever heard of those companies. Well, so we'll see. Or maybe, maybe we'll never see again. Maybe we'll never see again. That's right. (laughs) I have a, a back roll behind me, don't I? Well, our podcat just our podcat. joined us. Chairman Meow. How many lives is old Chairman Meow on these days? Well, I think she wore another one out uh, stumbling around after her trip to the vet to get her 
teeth cleaned this week. She had a little psychedelic trip into the spirit world this she week, sure didn't did. she? She was. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to tell everybody about Chairman Meow's big adventure. Well, as as you get to be a little old lady, cat, you have to get your three remaining teeth cleaned from time to time. She's like thirteen or fourteen, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So she gets her teeth cleaned, and to do that, they put them under. <laughs> it's an ordeal even getting her to the vet. By oh, the way, God. it's very cute watching you the night before do every little step. Like you gotta get the cat carrier. That's step one, and step two. Then I gotta get the blanket, put that in the cat carrier. Then I gotta go move the car, put it outside, make sure it's ready. <laughs> <laughs> then gotta pick, pick up, up the, all the food. Pick up all the food. Like it's a process taking. <laughs> Right, Petra? I do. I do. <laughs> you take care of our little critter. It's very nice. I imagine that's how you'll take care of me someday. So I, I love it and go with it. Well, bless her heart. When she came back, she was fumbling around, stumbling around, wanted to get up on top of everything and then fall, flump off. Yeah, she couldn't even walk across the floor yeah. without falling over, literally. Yeah. And she's wanting to jump up on shit yeah like cat you're gonna freaking break your leg jackass you yeah can't, you can't jump up in the window today poor little thing <laughs> she got a little shave boot on her leg yeah where she's got her went. Boot. <laughs> <laughs> she had to get her uh glucose levels checked and they were just fine so she's we're managing her diabetes with her food so it works well yeah it's better than the diabetic coma she was in one time where she used one of her lives no kidding we have to be very careful with uh she can't have steroids no that shoots your blood sugar through the roof yeah she can't have steroids well she's just never gonna look like arnold schwarzenegger cat i guess (laughs) (laughs) she's just gonna have to be she's never gonna look like arnold schwarzenegger cat anyhow Saggy, baggy belly thing. With her little panis belly going on. No, she won't. You're right. Um, let's see. What else have I got? I'll try to collect things as we go along here. How about how about the the greatest gender reveal party ever? The greatest gender reveal party ever? Yeah, you want to hear a little yeah, bit of I that? Hear about that? First of all. Of all the things in our country, thank goodness that a lot of politics season's over, at least for the amateurs, you know, you got to be really hardcore following it now. But I, I believe I found an issue that I believe Democrats, Republicans, anybody, I believe we could all come to an agreement on making a law (laughs) to outlaw gender reveal parties or whatever you're calling it you can't get all around it by just saying oh it's a gender reveal get together no i think we can you can safely make all that shit illegal we had those forest fires earlier this year right absolutely how many people were killed from that from those jackasses setting off a bunch of damn fireworks Fireworks during a forest fire season god i hate to be a grumpy old man about it but when did this even become a fucking thing why did this get started? Did some company that makes sparklers or smoke bombs somehow 
infiltrate marketing to make this? How did you this know, happen? You know what it is? It's the, the companies that do um, the ultrasounds. Maybe it's those companies. I don't know. I mean, we already had like like baby showers. Yeah. So you've already got things to get people together to buy you a bunch of shit you don't need anyway. It, are they kind of one and the same now? Is the gender reveal party the same as the baby shower, or is it an excuse for another party? I don't know. Like we don't even know because we don't have kids and we avoid these things like the plague. Right. Well, whatever it is. Here's a story out of, uh, where is this at? USA Today, Dateline, Detroit, Michigan. I'll just give you the gist of this instead of reading some of this. Basically, somebody at a gender reveal party fired a cannon. Maybe a small one. It doesn't say in the story, but he lit the fuse on some sort of a, quote, cannon. Mm -hmm. And it exploded. And the shrapnel killed a fucking guy. Shit. <laughs> he killed 26-year-old, I don't even know his name, a 26-year-old Michigan man died Saturday after a small cannon exploded during a baby shower. That sucks. <laughs> and then they'd later say it's a gender reveal thing. Ta-da! <laughs> Aren't you glad you came to my gender reveal party, jackass, so I could fucking shoot Darwin you? That's a award for sure there. So I can shoot you with my cannon? Oh, man. What the hell? Right? That's awful. Yeah, it's <laughs> awful. It's awful. I mean, I, I, I wonder, was the guy that died the guy that lit it, or was it somebody else? Somebody else lit it okay I, I figured that out for sure okay but right i mean he was just a, attending a this bystander thing. yeah he was an innocent bystander and died because of somebody's hey y'all look at this redneck so bullshit the, right so the next time you get invited to a gender reveal party just tell them no i'm not gonna die i've read the news you're not gonna kill me no forest fires, no cannons. Why don't, no. They, why don't they just play Russian roulette at the next one? Not that. Not that. Woo. Yeehaw. Spin it around. Click. See what happens. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's up the ante here. You're a little negative. <laughs> Can't help it. The saying. Struck. The man was struck with metal shrapnel taken to the emergency room in Flint, Michigan, where he later died. Dang. Shrapnel flew as far as 25 feet, hitting three parked cars and the garage at the bottom in Gaines Township. Damn, that was a bomb. <laughs> it was. What in the living hell is the matter with That's people? Crazy. Just stop it, people. Yeah. Just stop it. This is this is crazy. <laughs> Again, I think we can all agree on that. I'm just gonna yeah. throw it out there. Gender reveal parties are a hard no. Yes, no, thank you. How about what else do I've got here? Didn't you have something? You've got something yes, over there. I you're, do. You're I have. I have struggle. Get over there and talk, damn it. Oh, I have the. I have the slightly scandalous story here about we. Everybody's been hearing just a little bit about Army Hammer in the news, and I had to go look this up. His name is Armand Douglas Hammer, and he is the great-grandson of 
an oil tycoon or a chemical tycoon from the Arm and Hammer fame. So, uh, like baking soda. I bet most people don't even know that. Do they know that on baking soda, Arm and Hammer baking soda is literally the dude's name? Probably Ar- Ar- not. Probably first, not. But but when you hear the guy's name, first name Armand, last name Hammer, and then that symbol is the Arm and Hammer. Yeah. But yeah, that's a dude's name. Yeah. Somebody like from the Rockefeller era, right? This a gazillionaire yes. from yes. that era. Yeah. Yeah, an oil tycoon. So this Army Hammer is the great grandson. Okay. That's making a little more sense. Yes. And he has recently been in the news for being a cannibal. How's that even? Yeah. I'm glad you brought this up. Well, that makes zero. What do you mean a cannibal? It's obviously illegal to eat somebody. Well, he's evidently he's not very Dahmer. He's not- bitey during sex. And he wanted to talk one of his ex-girlfriends into having her rib removed so he could eat it. Oh, wow. Uh, he talks about uh, removing toes. Removing toes. Removing toes. Like the big Lebowski. Yes. Removing toes. You want a little toe? I'll get you a little toe. Give me an hour. <laughs> Give me an hour and a thousand bucks. I'll get you a toe. <laughs> he, just needs to, he just needs to find Walter. Yes. That's wonderful. Well, it looks like he's been trying to... Uh, All right, and so... That, and there's also... There's also women that have come forward and said that you know that's all kind of a smoke screen for his mental and emotional abuse too so he's he's kind of a not a nice guy so you are flatlining here i don't think you're talking into that microphone at all i am right here in it sometimes i can hear you a little better than others okay now i'm get you going there a little better i think okay it'll have been out in the level later well, so if you were dating that dude, he's a gazillionaire. What if he gave you $5 million for a toe? For a toe? You know, that's really gross. And it would... <laughs> well, what, wait a minute. Let's say it's under anesthesia. Like, I'm not saying he's going to chop your toe off, but you got to go to surgery, and uh, they'll put you under surgical procedure, uh-huh. remove a toe. No, thank you. I think I'll keep my toe. For $5 million. I think I will keep my toe. Five. Knowing he's going to eat it, that's disgusting. I wouldn't care what he does with it. He could have my toe for that. <laughs> he could have a toe. It wouldn't be my big toe. That's an important one. Mm-hmm. It had to be the pinky toe. Okay. I admire your dedication to the money, but I just... No, no, thank you. Getting involved with that is creepy. You're saying no to the toe? I'm saying no to the toe. I I think he surely can find a taker on this. Probably, and that's what's awful about it. <laughs> a rib's extreme, yeah. kind of, but you know what? As I say that, those bottom, that little bottom floating rib, you probably take that out pretty easy. Wouldn't be too bad. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> I've had, I've had a rib injury for a couple of weeks. You have out, just out. Five million dollars. He probably gives somebody ten. He could easily give somebody ten for a toe. You know, that's just creepy to even think about. It's just Jeffrey Dahmer level stuff. It's just Jeffrey Dahmer level stuff. Yes. Oh well, I don't know. <laughs> 
and he's that's what he's he's been in the news for lately and more than one woman has come forward talking about this so it's not a one and done hmm. oh well so people are accusing him like so so it's consensual so far right are, there, are they saying he's he's raping people or what no, are they saying no it's not talking about raping people but it's talked about um that it's kind of a cover like some of his cannibalism talk is a cover for emotional and mental abuse hmm. that he does or that he does to women or that he has suffered that he does to women huh it's bad enough that he's been dropped by his talent agent and his personal publicist. Well, that's pretty bad when that's you're bad. when you're a gazillionaire. We assume he is. I mean, if, I'm sure if it's his grandfather, surely to God, he's it's trickled down to him. Trickled down. He's probably not broke, and he's got some acting money. And didn't so. you say he was? So he's a big time. Which isn't that just a coincidence? Not that every actor comes from you know rich 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 family but it has to help yeah it, it has, has to help pursue open, your dreams yeah, yeah it has to help open some doors right yeah absolutely absolutely you said he was one of the actors in the social network okay the one of the twins you said well, or he, the he played twins. both of the twins right well, most people, maybe they know who he is. That's yeah. the only movie. I didn't even see that movie, but at least I've heard of it. You know, and we've got we've to break down and watch it. It's on so many lists of just great movies. Yes, I, I know. So we can watch The Cannibal. Yeah, I guess so. Well, okay, so that's why he's in the news, and that's what he's up to, huh? Yes. Okay. Uh, we're about, we're going to get to snow here really soon, here in eastern Kentucky, you know what? We are. We're going to get snowed on. Well, this is a story very close to Scranton, Pennsylvania. Where, where the, uh, the office is at. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think uh, either maybe Dwight Schrute or maybe Toby, because Toby was a Scranton strangler secretly, mm, really. Yes, yes. Uh, apparently, a fight erupted. This was in another USA Today one, I'm sure. No, this is Yahoo News, anyway. Uh I'm not sure how long ago this was, but then the last week or so. Somebody shoveling snow, gets an argument with their neighbor. It's a couple. Uh-huh. And apparently it's been a longstanding feud. God knows what they were arguing about. Nobody even talks to their neighbor anymore. Yeah. Can't imagine having a feud anymore. Anyway, they get in a fight over shoveling snow. Dude goes out and shoots them both. Holy shit. And then goes inside and shoots himself in the head. Ta-da. Three people dead. <laughs> Over shoveling snow. Over shoveling snow? That is horrible. Isn't that crazy? That's awful. A fight that erupted over snow shoveling allegedly led to a Pennsylvania man shooting two of his neighbors to death. <laughs> yeah. I can kind of understand, though, because if you live beside of an asshole, it's a torment. Every day that it snows because they throw their damn snow <laughs> over into your driveway. This says it occurred in Plains Township, about 15 miles southwest of Scranton. After two feet of snow blanketed the area, these people, two feet. <laughs> so yeah, I'm sure you're exactly right. It was you're shoveling snow onto my, my side of the sidewalk or 
I don't know. Can you imagine what must have happened to where somebody got a gun and shot two people and then himself? <laughs> yeah. I wonder if they made a big like snow like a snow penis in his yard. He's like, that's the last fucking straw. I'm killing you assholes. <laughs> like I wonder They threw all of the snow from their driveway into his driveway. What if they just buried his car? Like literally you couldn't even see his yeah. car. Just some yeah. jerk move. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, you never know. It's enough to really make you want to do snow mar- snow removal with a flamethrower. Unbelievable. Neighbors told investigators that Spade and the Goys—that's the other—that's the couple—had been engaged in a long-running feud that reached a boiling point on the snowiest day of the year. <laughs> <laughs> a boiling point. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, here, here it is. Here's a little part of it. The goys were shoveling the snow from their parking spots, shoveling the snow across the road, and throwing the snow onto Spedit's par- property. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he's like, screw you guys. Not gonna... So he shot him. So he shot him to death. Well, <laughs> I'm not going to say... <laughs> That it wouldn't piss me off if somebody did that to me. <laughs> oh, golly. It's just so crazy. It's crazy. The world we live in. It, it is. You, you've got to... You can't torment crazy people either. Like, don't... They got to win to stop, right? Yeah. Especially if they know you. Like, if they know it was you specifically. You're out there shoveling snow. They see it's you. Yeah, absolutely. It's a little different playing a prank or someone, you know, maybe there's a chance they won't find out it's you. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're just blatantly out there giving them the finger and shoveling snow in his, yeah. in his, you know, shoveling your snow into his driveway. Oh, I used to have a neighbor who whatever. did that. With, uh, we had driveways that were beside each other. And I would shovel my snow down the hill. He would shovel his snow, like, and his parking space was closer to the building. He would shovel his snow into my parking space. Just at you. Just being a total jerk. Oh, well. The old snow feud. That's more. Uh, so I can kind of understand. So I, would, I got to the point where I had a old bottle of uh empty bottle of dish soap so uh, i just filled it up with water and just soak his side of the driveway <laughs> so it'd be a sheet of ice <laughs> that'll show him just like grumpy old man it, it was it was like this neighbor prank war this year in appalachia it's time for the 17 year locust oh you're all excited about it cicadas we, i know they're really cicadas everybody we just called them locusts as kids because we were ignorant. I, it's, I think it's such a eloquent word. I like cicada. Well, since I'm an adult and I've learned that they're really cicada and not locusts, and technically they're some fucking different, but whatever. It's whatever, sort of a, okay. Some sort of crazy bug that comes out every 17 years, so I think it's pretty fun. You like cicadas? I love them. I think they're beautiful. I think it's a great way to mark the time. Yes. Like... like in our Appalachian area. According to this article, there's like 13 or 14 different broods of these things. Apparently, in um, in America, there's always some brood 
the year of some brood. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I guess we're just... We're There's just, always seems to be a few, some years way more than others. Well, we're part of this territory you can see on this map. This is this goes this is basically the quadrant of the United States from Tennessee, North Carolina, up north, all the way to Michigan, New York, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, Virginia, Ohio, Indiana. That whole quadrant is this brood X. Which brood really X. mean which really is a Roman numeral ten. They've named these broods that they have found. Uh-huh. I can't I think this is fairly new because I think I would have known this yeah. as a kid. But anyway, we're brood our our cicada in that area I just described is brood number ten. That's our brood. Mm-hmm. So we're getting ready to have a loud yeah. summer. Yeah, our brood is this year. It's the seventeen years for our brood. Well, I love it. To me that is the sound of summer. I love it. So it's late May, early June, and this says there will be a trillion of these things. <laughs> Can you imagine a trillion? It's going to be loud. They've been living underground since 2004. Ready to come out and say hello. They just live underground, just chilling out like they're buried. They just bury underground. And I wonder if, I bet, I bet they're in some kind of like a pupil stage or something, you know, some kind of dormancy. I don't know. I think it's kind of interesting. That's very interesting. It says the adults will lay their eggs in trees, which will take four to six weeks to hatch. And this is in a dozen states. Their this It's vague. It says their offspring will head back underground until 2038. When they say head back underground, I assume that means they wiggle and crawl and dig underground. I would guess. They hatch in trees and then go underground, underground for seven, and then they stay underground for 17 years. What an interesting little cycle for a bug. That's a long lifespan, too. For an insect. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it is. Huh. That's pretty cool. So, like this thing says, late May, early June, we'll hear that low roaring in the yeah. background all around here yeah i love it some I people think it's eerie or don't like it i think it's awesome i think it's great i think it, i think it's the sound of summer the little cicadas bruda x i'm trying uh-huh. to see anything else Bruton. on here in particular but oh, there's a picture of him three inch wingspan man the fish there in that year holy shit they must be they eat good uh, oh my gosh they must turn into Fishosauruses, <laughs> they just yeah they eat. The, the water's covered with them, and everything else eats them too. Can you imagine a food chain? Every any anything that eats mm-hmm. bugs mm-hmm. during that year must just flourish. Every spider, every wasp, every anything, anything that all the animals, all the big mammals, enough to kill them. All the mammals. There's all kind of mammals that eat bugs like that. Yeah. Skunks and Whatever. Possums. I bet they eat them. I bet possum eat eats them. the shit out of them. You know a raccoon would eat them. Raccoons eat anything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know a trash panda would eat a cicada. Yes. Chomp, chomp, no chew. Well. Well, the chewing might be the best part. Crunchy. Chewing might be the best part. Yeah, I think it's kind of Chomp, chomp, chew, chew. It's pretty fun. Um, you know, this past few weeks, 
this is not a breaking story in a way, but that's what I thought would be interesting to bring up a little bit. This AMC and GameStop thing on Reddit, and we're kind of active on Reddit, so yeah. we mention that on every show. So I've been a member of that Wall Street Bets forever. It is interesting that it's a kind of a new age, and it won't last long, where a bunch of Internet people get together. Collectively, they don't really know each other except through Reddit, and yet a group of people can cause a stock to go up two or three thousand percent over a few weeks, <laughs> over a few months, right? Yes, that is it's impressive kinda, as heck. It's interesting. It is, and there's, I think there there are people finding their voice this year. It's back to normal, and again, I hate to be the voice of doom, but I do believe this is another sign that our stock market and economy in general is in for a downturn. When you've got random people uh-huh. who who think this is how investing works, I, I've, I think way too many people, oh, okay, you just throw money in the stock market and you make money. <laughs> like I feel like that's a general thing now. Mm. And I just think there's a lot of money going in the stock market from people who are just straight up gambling. Like that's yeah. straight up. Yeah. Gam- that's what I guess yeah. I'm trying to get at. GameStop and uh, AMC and BlackBerry and all the other ones that are on that list. It's gambling. It's gambling, people. You may win a fortune. Good for you. If you bought it at $10 a share and it's now 300 a share, good for you. That lasted about two days. If you didn't sell it at exactly that time, you know, yeah, it's gambling. Yeah. We've talked about this before with ourselves, educating ourselves. With Yeah, yeah absolutely. We, you buy one or two stocks, you're gambling. You buy a mutual fund. You buy a mutual fund. That's right. You buy a mutual. Exactly. Petra, you couldn't have said any better. That's exactly right. The mutual fund, you're instantly diversified into 5,000 different stocks. If one of them goes bankrupt, it's okay. Yeah. It's not going to be the end of your retirement account. And people forget like 2008. Like that was a very good business model that I really tried to pay attention to as it was even happening because I knew I was witnessing something that needed to be paid attention to uh-huh. like like general motors yeah like you think things can't go bankrupt general motors went bankrupt yes if you own general motors stock before 2008 your stock literally became worth zero zero yeah <laughs> and then general motors opened the next day as general motors america quote with a brand new ticker symbol and brand new everything, and sold brand new shares, and those shares were worth something, but your shares were worth shit. Were worth zero. Even if you held them for the last 40 years, <laughs> through thick you and thin. SOL. You were SOL. That's exactly yeah. right. So, it, I hope that the people going through this with GameStop mm-hmm. will take this as a lesson. It's already back down to normal. Yeah. I mean, when I say normal, not normal. It's not $4 a share, $5 a share, like it really probably should be based on its okay. economics okay. and its whatever. It's like maybe $50 a share. But still, it's spiked up there at about 400 
Yeah. That's just absolutely makes zero financial sense. Absolutely. And I get it. But I still think, you know, these little Yahoo idiots on on Reddit have figured out that they can change things yeah. in numbers. I agree. And it's total bullshit that Robin Hood stopped trading. Absolutely. That yes. that absolutely is. Well, these people are on a winning streak. We got to stop that. That is 100% what yeah. the hell that is. Yeah. And that's not fair either. I'm not, that's, uh, I mean, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying I'm on the side of big Wall Street on this whole thing. I'm just saying when this plays out. Yeah. Eventually, eventually, a company's financial spreadsheet is going to be the scorecard that reflects your stock score. Yeah. It has to. That's how our whole economy works. Yeah. I mean, and you can have some speculation yeah. yeah, we've been to the races. Once in a while, a 50-to-1 long shot, it does come in second or third. And you're like, holy shit, that's unbelievable. <laughs> that, that's what's happening here. It's just not rational. It's not going to last. Yes. Oh, well, I agree. I agree. But I hope but, they've learned some, maybe they've learned some financial stuff with it. Hopefully. Hopefully. Maybe they've learned, you know, what the stock market is and how, how to. Yeah. And they're like, okay, well, okay, if I lose all my money here, okay, well, what I do wrong? Okay, well, here's yeah. what I did wrong. I invested in one thing. Maybe if I invest in a bunch of them and you see some articles on here's how you really invest. And, you know, here's the difference between gambling and investing. Yes. And if you invest, you've got a decent chance, average Joe, of becoming a millionaire. I was just going through this math with the uh, gym attendant the other day um, who's starting a, his first job out of college. Uh-huh. We were doing a... Um, which is a shameless plug for this guy. But Dave Ramsey's website is phenomenal. And he has a uh, compound interest calculator that's so damn easy. Uh-huh. You just type in, you know, how much money you put in per whatever, compounded for this many years, blah, blah, blah. It's a savings thing, okay. savings retirement. How much money do you have saved for retirement? How many years are you going to put money in? How much money are you going to put in a month? Boom, that's it. It gives you a, a number. Yes. We figured out the other day that, if you put in $200, I'm almost sure it was 200 maybe it was 300 but I think it was $200, $200 a month, uh-huh. starting at age like 25, when you're 65, for 40 years, it mm-hmm. was like it was like $1.5, $1.7 million. Com- now, that's compounded interest. We calculated at 10%. Yearly. Where would you find a 10% yearly? Well, and you wouldn't. And that's the rub to it. Somebody yeah. listening to this is like, well, the stock market doesn't go up 10% every year. No, I get that. I'm kind of averaging. Okay. Like this year, it went up 30 or 40%. Next year, it might be 5%. Some years, it might be negative mm-hmm. 20%. Yeah. But on average, almost everything you look at for the whole history of the stock market is it's going to be about 10%. Okay. So I'm, you got to give me a little leeway on that. But anyway. Anyway, it's pretty good. It's a pretty good deal. $200 a month compound interest at 10% per year. I think it was what it was. Is it yeah. It's like, it's way over. It's like a one and a half million or more. That's $200 a month. Come not on. Bad. That's not, that's what I was telling this dude. I'm like, are you seeing this? Like, this is hard math. Like, you can't. Yeah. You can't argue with math. Math is math. Yeah. This is how yeah. much you're going to have 
Just $200. You'll never miss it. Just put that in something, a mutual fund of some sort. I was trying and to educate just, him. Yeah, yeah, and just never think about it again. Just never think about it. Every month, just have it automatically taken yeah. out or something. Just, yep. But anyway, so I think this GameStop stuff is fun. It's been a fun ride for everybody. I hope they've learned a lot. I hope nobody lost a lot of... Well, you know, somebody did. They post it on there all the time. That's one rub about this Reddit account is uh-huh. that, is that, that forum. They'll post, oh, look, I lost $2 million today. I don't care. I got diamond hands. Fuck that. I don't have paper hands. I'm like, all right, idiot. Just keep fucking losing. Lose another well, $2 I mean, million. But, I mean, at some point, you got to. Yeah. <laughs> but did, did he buy those at $400 a share or did he buy them at $40 a share? Uh, some of these screenshots show losses i mean like total the account loss uh-huh. <laughs> so they and they seem to be kind of proud of it i don't care i'll hold this till i die like okay <laughs> so you spent two million dollars and you're just gonna till you die you just brood on it forever <laughs> maybe if it was to screw the hedge fund accounts I kind of see. I kind of appreciate the Robin Hood in them. Well, like we wanted to buy a little. Like when yeah. that was going on, like you yes. know what? I do support these guys, and I do think it's bullshit that Robin Hood shut them down. Yes. And I wonder. You know, maybe we should buy just a couple of shares just to support this. And then I thought, you know what? We would just lose. I mean, we're. It's obvious. You're going to lose. Yeah. Well, I don't know what purpose. I don't know. I came back to reality pretty quick. <laughs> Yeah, I think when the price, the actual price, though, is like $800, it's like, oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's like wiping your butt with money. Right. When it went up so much and all that crap. But anyhow, tell everybody where they can find us, Miss Petra. Uh, we're at hillbillynerdtalk.com. From there, we're most active on Reddit anymore. Reddit and Twitter. Yeah. I'll, I'll, if you message me or Petra on Twitter. We'll definitely get your message on there. Yeah. And I post a lot of stories on there that I want to possibly use for the podcast. Uh, so, yeah. Basically, Reddit and Twitter are the main two. Yes. Wouldn't you say? Yes. And our, uh, like you said, our... HillbillyNerdTalk.com. Yes. So, uh, yeah. Last thing, I don't have a story pulled up exactly the whole story mm-hmm. I was looking for. I don't know what happened to it. But I just want to get your thoughts on uh, there's a... Again, I'm not looking right at the story, so this is from memory. This lady's, there's a like a 94, 93-year-old lady in Germany uh-huh. that these Nazi hunters have tracked down, <laughs> and, and they are trying her ass for war crimes. Oh, wow. Now, listen, this is the debate here I want to get you on. She was the secretary of the Nazi or uh, the Nazi or a Nazi officer who was over like a Nazi death camp. Yeah, I'm okay with trying her. <laughs> see, I don't know. I, I totally see both sides. Like some of these 90 year old Nazis who actually pulled the trigger or ordered these prisoners into this cell before they killed them absolutely i don't care if they've got one day left in their life i'd fucking kill those assholes but i don't know with this one she and and they did say in this article that she's going to be tried in juvenile 
court because she was under the age, which I thought this is actually pretty progressive of Germany. Apparently, if you were under 25 years old and you get of these war crimes, you get like a special consideration that you were young and dumb, basically. Young and stupid. Okay. That makes perfect sense. So she's like 95 and she's going to be tried as, okay, we know you were 20 years old when this happened kind of a thing. You're going to that court. But you're still going to be tried because you were a fucking Nazi and you were a a, uh, secretary to this death camp and you were clearly knew what the hell was going on. So you were writing the letters and sending orders and you knew what the hell was going on. Yeah. Yeah. You were sending the orders to dig bigger holes for the corpses. Right. Right. Yeah. All right. Now there's that side. Now I'm going to play devil's advocate here. And I've read this in a million books. You've seen the story and the uh, the Stanford prison experiment yeah. a million times on authority, on authority. And when somebody in authority tells you to do something, there is an enormous psychological pressure to do it. Even if it's wrong, even if you think it's awful, which is a lot of those Nazis' defenses, by the way. Mm-hmm. Well, I, my general told me to do that. I had to. I was following orders. And they're like, well, you didn't have to follow orders to shoot somebody. Yes, I did. If they didn't, if I didn't shoot them, they would shoot me. Like it's war, and mm-hmm. it was my government telling me to do that. I got drafted. I didn't volunteer for this shit. So that's the counterpoint of this, right? Is I, she? She I can guess. be like, well, I was just a secretary. They recruited me. Uh, well, what was I supposed to do? Say screw you and leave? Then they had to put me in the death camp. What a weird conundrum it is that is is. right it is it's weird but so that's my my thoughts the other way like well hell she's 95 she's been hiding all that time i don't know see i don't have the article right in front of me but i don't know where they found her or how they i don't know if she changed her name i don't know if she's been in hiding or just they found some records and just happened to find her name as the person that i i don't know the details but i i think she was actually in germany like living in germany all Mm -hmm. this time i don't know these are tough calls and imagine like the nuremberg trials right after the war oh my of these monsters and trying to figure out which ones were just weak-minded people who wouldn't i even say weak-minded that's not even right they they just succumb to this psychological thing that we all have of authoritative figures telling them to do something we gotta be careful that in general yes yes i mean there's sometimes yes that's right i mean that's a hiccup in our psychology because it's probably good in a Mm -hmm. in an evolutionary standpoint it's probably good the the leader of the tribe says no, I told you not to go or not to eat that berry. You, you know, yeah. like, okay, I won't eat it. And you, 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 some jackass, I'm going to eat that anyway. Fuck that guy. And you die. Yeah. So yeah. I, I can see evolutionarily that being an advantage. A huge benefit. Yeah. Listen to we're... people of authority and obey their orders. Absolutely. And you'll probably that live. Makes perfect sense. But if you're in Nazi Germany at that, when that's happening or. In any <sighs> other authoritarian regime, yes. it's Or even in micro situations. Let me throw this one out just to, uh, just to throw this out for food for thought. 
these these idiots that stormed the Capitol. Yeah. I mean, at some point they get just wrapped up in this authoritative figure and it becomes. We just got to guard against it. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. We just got to guard against getting so riled up. And I don't care what your politics are, whether it's Extreme Biden. Extreme in any direction. Yeah, whether it's the Biden people, if you're pro Pelosi and you hate Trump and what, and or vice versa, like we got to be careful about these people taking a step by step into craziness and the crazy into town. Cult. Into cult. Into cult status. Yeah. It really is. That is how yeah. it works. That that is a key part of cults, is that that psychological thing of an an authoritative figure. If yes. they can establish in their mind that they're an authority in this, I know what I'm talking about. God talked to me. He told me what to do. If yeah. you kind of buy in that a little bit, like okay, yeah, you know what they're talking <laughs> about, right? Yes, yes. Crazy. Man. Don't see but one side doing that. <laughs> what do you mean? Trump. <laughs> no, I don't know. There's crazies on both ends. Don't get sucked into that. They may be a different kind of crazy, but we've talked about it on here. I mean, you know, okay. I, I think there's pretty crazy far, far left liberals as far as well as there's far right. Uh, you know, they're on both sides. Yeah, they're just not in office. Well, I don't think there's any right now that you can name that are far, far left liberals that are. I don't know. Equal on the crazy spectrum right now. Uh, I I don't know. I, I mean, we can go down that rabbit hole for a million years. Yes. But, and that just, and some of it's a matter of just straight up opinion. But you know, they're both. Okay. There is are. Uh, one example. Then we'll get off here. I did read today that um. And I guess it depends upon your your perspective, but like uh, San Francisco or one of those like pretty liberal California towns, like they voted to basically take Abraham Lincoln, uh, um, some school or something mm-hmm. that was named after Abraham Lincoln, and basically rename that, and then not just rename it, but in school, like they're going to kind of like, like gloss over Abraham Lincoln, and apparently it's because of a, of some atrocities during his regime against Indians. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and apparently they have a point. There's, I mean, there mm-hmm. was some, according to this article, some pretty shady shit that a dude did yeah. to Indians. Yeah. But fuck. I mean, if you, I mean, we all have done something. If you really, I mean, maybe not that scale because we're not the president <laughs> of the United States, but I'm just saying I don't care what president, any historic figure that we've ever heard of, I'll guarantee you in their life, they fucked up somewhere like they weren't. I, I agree. I agree because they're human and, and we all fuck up some somewhere. But and when you're in that position, but I, you know, you I'm, I'm OK with kind of renaming some of these things, getting rid of especially Confederate statues. I, I, I'm totally I'm, down with that. Right. Well, we've come around. You've educated me some on that. And I'm okay with some of that. It depends upon who and the community and let the community decide kind of a thing. I, I don't want to get a knee-jerk reaction. Mm-hmm. You know, no, that's dumb. But anyway, I'm just bringing up an example of how there's some there's some pretty far liberal people on the scale, too. Mm-hmm. So, But yeah, hopefully it's not Nazi, nobody's ordering us to kill Jews yet. So let's let's be careful about this authoritative figure mm-hmm. trap. Yes, yes. 
keep our eyes very open. It also applies to little things. Applying for a loan. You think there's a think there's not some reason bankers wear suits, things like that. People of authority that absolutely is utilizing that principle. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, little chairman meow is calling us over to the couch. Yeah, she's run me out of my spot completely. That's cute. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll talk to you next time.